Hello and welcome to In the Kitchen with Mary Mack. Today I'm going to tell you how to make pepper relish, but first I'm going to tell you how to make pepper salad, then I'm going to tell you how to make pepper rings, then I'm going to tell you how to make pepper relish, because this recipe evolved over a very long period of time. I want to say about 30 years of evolution has affected this recipe. So I make uh, what I'm what is going to be pictured with this. Uh, I call pepper relish, and it's basically chopped banana peppers and onions in a oil and vinegar base that has some spices in it, herbs and spices. So that's what I make now. Okay, and that's all that I make. However, I started off making this uh, from about 1987. And this was a classic sort of a giardinera salad. And you see that in the grocery store or Italian stores typically will have it. And it's a mix of peppers and other vegetables in an oil and vinegar sort of a base. And it's usually hot and spicy. Sometimes it isn't, but it's usually hot and spicy. And our family made that every year. It was kind of like a... a, a big family thing we would all get together and make this stuff and we would make it in a big cooler and then let the flavors meld for a day or two in there and then we would jar it you'd have that through the winter and it was really good but it got really expensive to make so I cut it down to just banana pepper rings and onions I took uh, banana peppers and onions and made rings and used the same juice with them and then I thought this is a real hassle cutting these things into rings. What a pain. How about if I just chop them up in the food processor? And that's what I do now because I have gotten very lazy over the last 30 years. So here's the recipe for the giardinera. And um, this is really good actually, but like I said, it is expensive, mainly because of the cauliflower that's in it and the olives. Um, But cauliflower is pretty expensive right now. So if you wanted to make this, it's really, really good. Just don't let anyone know you're making it because soon it will be gone. Everyone will come and mooch it off you or ask for a jar or whatever, and you won't have any left. And I also, I store mine in the refrigerator now when I make it. Years ago, when I was first starting to make this, our family would, uh, my mother-in-law and sister-in-law and such, would just keep it on the shelf. And I got nervous about it because it's not canned or anything and it's not pickled. Um, but they, you depend on the oil to form a seal on the top of the liquid. And I just thought, you know what, that doesn't sound like a really great idea to me. So when I make now my pepper relish, or even this, if I would make it, this would go in the refrigerator. And you'll have a few quarts of this probably. Uh, this recipe would probably make about five to six quarts. So if you have space in your refrigerator to store it like in the back where you never can find anything anyway, great place to store your giardinera or your pepper relish. So here we go. You're going to start with a peck of banana peppers. Now, if you want this to be hot, like really hot, you're going to use mostly all hot peppers. If you want it to be mildly hot, you're going to use half and half. Half hot bananas, half sweet bananas. Don't use other kinds of peppers in this. Just trust me on that one. This recipe is made for banana peppers, period. So don't swap in jalapenos or habaneros or anything like that. Just stick to the recipe on this one. Um, If you don't want it to be hot at all, just use regular sweet banana peppers. still delicious. 
it just doesn't fry your mouth off. So there you go. You need one peck of peppers, which if you don't know how to get a whole peck of peppers, if you shop at a local garden center, a farm stand, farmer's market, um, anybody that grows uh, a lot of vegetables, just ask them ahead of time. Usually, like right now, is when the peppers are really good. They're a variety of colors because they've gotten a little bit older, so you'll get some nice, in addition to the typical yellow banana pepper, you'll get some orange and some reds in there. So it makes a real colorful salad. You need three to four sticks of celery, one or two cans of olives if you like olives. If you don't like olives, you don't have to put them in, but one or two cans. One head of cauliflower, three or four carrots, and five onions, regular um, yellow onions, and a fourth cup of chopped garlic. You can either use your own fresh garlic. Um, You don't have to chop it if you don't want to. If you want to put the whole clove, you can put one clove in each jar. I like the chopped garlic to spread throughout the mix because it really flavors it better. Okay, so now what you're going to do is with your vegetables, you're going to slice your peppers, clean them, core them, try to get as many of the seeds out as you can, and slice them into about fourth-inch thick rings. Slice your celery into about a between a fourth and a half-inch thick slice. Carrots, you want to make them about a fourth to an eighth. Onions, you can cut to about a fourth-inch slice and um, leave them, you know, round instead of chopping them up, or you can chop them up. Drain your olives, and with your cauliflower, you want to clean it and break it up into small florets, okay? That's your vegetable prep. For your juice, you're going to mix one pint of canola oil, a good quality canola oil, one quart of Heinz cider vinegar. I would not recommend using other brands of cider vinegar unless you know for certain it's a good brand because some of them are so... I don't even know. Some of them just taste bad. So get a good quality cider vinegar, and I recommend Heinz. One cup of canning salt. And what canning salt is, it's a salt that is not iodized and doesn't have any fillers. A lot of even your kosher salts will have a filler in there to kind of absorb moisture and keep it from clumping together. I believe Diamond brand of kosher salt doesn't have any additives in it. But um, if you buy canning salt, you can be absolutely positive that it is just pure salt. So one cup of canning salt. And that's going to be your juice. You're going to mix that up until the salt dissolves. And then you're going to add a fourth cup of oregano. And you're just going to mix that well. Now, put your chopped vegetables into... If you have a nice, very clean cooler, like a picnic cooler that works great if you have a really big bowl or a um, like a maybe like an 18 quart stock pot that you can fit into your refrigerator that also works good but put all your chopped vegetables into whichever container you prefer large container and pour your dressing right over the top pour your oil vinegar mixture right over the top Stir it up some, and if you used a cooler, just close the cooler on it. You don't have to refrigerate it because they'll stay pretty cool in there. If you used a big pot, set it in your refrigerator, and you can leave it set overnight, two days, whatever, to absorb all of the flavors that you've blended in there. When you're ready to bottle this, I recommend putting this in glass, not plastic containers. 
and you're going to take, uh, you can take pints or quarts jars and fill them up. Make sure you have enough liquid there so that there's a layer of liquid on the top and put lids on them and store them in the back of your refrigerator. And I would recommend not eating, if you want to open a jar or whatever, wait about a week so that all the flavors can blend really well. Um, and liquids all through them and everything. And this this is really good. I think you'll really enjoy it. It's it's a great thing to just pick on and eat. So this is the Giardinera salad. Now, when the cauliflower got really expensive and olives got expensive, and it's kind of a pain, you know, to cut up all that, I said, you know what, I, I just want the pepper rings. So I did the exact same juice with this, quart of cider vinegar, a pint of good canola oil, one cup of canning salt, a fourth cup of oregano, and I just took a peck of banana peppers and sliced them into rings, cleaned them, removed the seeds, sliced them into rings, and then I took about five or six yellow onions and sliced those into rings, and I uh, poured my liquid over those and let them soak, and then I just jarred my rings, and they were very good. But I kind of, I made these for a while, and I thought, I don't know, something in this I don't like. Then I realized I really like basil better than oregano. I really don't like oregano. So I, instead of adding a fourth cup of oregano, I started adding a fourth cup of basil. And I really like the flavor better. Then I got super lazy and I said, you know, it's a real pain in the neck cutting these rings up. Because you got to slice them and, you know, and you get uh, cut your fingers with the knives, blah, blah, blah. So then I said, I wonder if I could just chop these up in my food processor and just make a relish. So I tried that. So I took my peck of peppers again, and I cleaned them, removed the seeds, and I cut them up into chunks. Then I took my five or six onions, and I cut them up into chunks, and I chunked them up in the food processor and made my juice, made my juice with my one pint of canola oil, one quart of Heinz cider vinegar, one cup of canning salt, one fourth cup of dried basil, and then I started adding that garlic in again because I like that garlic. So I use the jarred minced garlic and I add a fourth cup of minced garlic to my mixture. And I stir all that up, mix it well, let it sit in my large container overnight. And the next day I put it into jars, store it in my refrigerator, and it is absolutely fantastic. Now, I still recommend that you wait for about a week before you use this, mainly because that cup of salt makes everything super salty right off the bat. However, as it ages a little bit, the salt is absorbed into the vegetables, the flavors mix and blend together, and after about a week, the salt has dissipated, and you get a really good blending of flavors with the garlic and basil and banana peppers and onions, and it, it's just a really good, um, it's a really good relish. And what I really like about it is, you know, we we put this bleep on everything, you know, like a similar product. <laughs> <laughs> so the relish is really nice for putting on pizza because, you know, the rings slip off. You're trying to hold them on there and bite your pizza and whatever. But the relish stays in place. So um, we put this relish on our pizza. We put it on hot dogs. We put it on just bread when you're eating bread. It's great on any type of meat. Like if you're eating steak, have a little relish on the side. Eat that with your steak. Wonderful with lamb. Uh, it's really It's really good with anything. So you should give this a try. This is definitely something that people like. Actually, people like it to the point that when I jar it, I save jars through the year that are disposable, you know, that have a screw-on lid, but they're not 
an actual canning jar and I fill them up to give to my friends so I don't have to worry about getting them back because people like wine for this stuff. I have people that are like, I didn't get a jar. You know, so I actually just was saying I have three more jars I have to deliver to the winers out there <laughs> who want my pepper relish. So um, but this is good. All three of them are good. Uh, the Giardinera is, it's, if you like to um, snack on vegetables, when you buy it in the store, it's pretty expensive. And you usually don't get a lot of the uh, things that you like. Like, we always really like the cauliflower, you know. And um, so you don't get a lot of that in the ones you get in the store. You get, like, teensy little pieces of it. So it's a really good thing to make for yourself because it's good to snack on. It's a reasonably healthy snack. Um, and it's, it's just really good. The pepper rings, if you will, if you like pepper rings are good to make with this. One of the things I should mention here too, is when you're cleaning your peppers, if you're using hot peppers, if you leave any seeds in them, the seeds are also hot and they will make your pepper rings or relish or salad hotter. So remember that when you're making, uh, whichever of these you decide to make, uh, remember to, get all of your seeds out because that actually will add to the heat. Unless you want them to be a lot hotter, then don't worry about your seeds. Um, but if, you know, like I said in the beginning, if you want to do uh, the pepper rings or the pepper relish and you want it to be a little bit hot, not too hot, just add one, two, three hot peppers to it, four or five hot peppers. You know, you can make it 50-50, half hot peppers, half mild, whatever. Um, so you can determine the heat yourself. And a lot of it is hit and miss. So, Classically, I actually gave away an entire batch of this one time because I discovered that the sweet banana peppers I ordered were actually hot banana peppers, and uh, yeah, it was wicked hot. So I ended up having my son drive the jars around the neighborhood and pass them out <laughs> to people because I thought, there's no way we're going to eat all this hot pepper relish. It was really good, though, but wow, it was wicked hot. So give it a try. It's not too difficult. And oh, another side note on this. The uh, juice from this, you know, of course you're going you're gonna to eat all your little goodies out of the juice. The juice is a wonderful marinade uh, for beef or lamb, venison. It's a really, really good marinade. And you would just basically take your meat, put it in a glass dish, and pour your uh, juice over the top and let it marinate for two hours before grilling. And it is just fantastic. So you don't, it's, there's no waste in this recipe. You use it all up. Great way, if you like pizza crust, you like to eat your pizza crust, you know. It's great with pizza crust to dip them in there. So many, so many wonderful things you can do with this stuff. So give it a try and let me know what you think. Be sure to check us out online on Facebook at Merrimack Bakehouse, on Twitter at Merrimack Podcast, and on Instagram at Merrimack Bakehouse. Our website is MerrimackPodcast.com. Thanks a lot for listening if you did, and if you didn't, too bad for you.